Welcome to Why Won't You Love Yourself, a podcast where we discuss, <laughs> disseminate. It's been so long. It's been too long. Uh, yeah. Well, you guys know what this podcast is all about. Well, actually, maybe they don't. Maybe we've, you know, we've gotten some feedback about like why is it called Why Won't You Love Yourself? Okay. So, what is your answer for that? Because I have an answer for that. Well, originally, if you remember. I wanted to call this podcast "Stop White Gays," <laughs> but we decided to be more intellectual about it. Mm-hmm. A little bit more, yeah. You know, Nuri has this thing where he tells people whenever he sees an Asian person dating a white person, "Why won't you love yourself?" Is that right, Nuri? Yeah, I can literally think of like at least seven Instagram followers that we have who are dating a white man, which is which. Their choice. Why won't you love yourself then? Come on! Oh my god. <laughs> I can't believe you only hooked up with like, how many white guys have you hooked up with? Like one or two? Zero. I thought you said... Not penetration, no. Okay, hooked up doesn't mean penetration. You've hooked up, I can't believe he's only been like one or two. And I, I, have, to, actually, I, I have self, I've learned to love myself. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> can you I've honestly... I've learned to love myself you, in different ways, sorry. Yeah, okay. Because I don't know if you can earnestly say that you love yourself. I, you know what due to covid hours the library is actually closed right now oh, <laughs> oh yeah um wait who, who are you oh i'm lee and i'm ariana grande's new album which was a flop according to you uh, okay it's a controversial stance but like i don't think it was a great album yeah that's because you don't like the genre the genre genre the genre? Genre. Genre. What? Stop making fun of me. I'm ESL, okay? No, you're not. Yeah, I learned English at age 10. Okay, but you've had more college education than I have. Post-secondary education than I have. So you can't I'm still ESL. English Is English not my second language? Okay, no. I, do you, when you think, you think in Chinese or do you think in English? If I you think, think in English, then it's it, not... No, neither. I think in penis. Whoa! <laughs> Who are you? Me? I stole your line. Are, are you gonna role play as me today? I'm gonna role play as Nuri, you guys. Just just keep listening. We have a jam-packed episode for you guys today, actually. But first we just wanna say, uh, because we noticed that ninety percent of you drop off at the very last like the last three minutes, you don't get to hear this, but we would really appreciate it if you could like, share, follow, and more importantly, give us reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really helps. Apparently it really helps. It helps. Especially share this podcast if you enjoy it with your fellow Gaijin. We've had some really nice people who have posted podcast episodes to their Instagram stories and I really appreciate it. I think it's great. It's funny because I've actually had a friend who recently caught up on every single episode that we've put out. Even the masculinity one? (laughs) The biggest flop to date so far. It makes me sad. It really does. Like I want to apologize to you because I know that was... You know, My your episode, but I think I, sh- I could have done more research. Like, we could have had a more intellectual discussion about it, but it just didn't pan out the way that we, origin- we envisioned it to. Yeah, but you know what? Right now, we're trying something new because we realize that it also isn't fully sustainable to have full episodes about one topic because if we plan on doing this in the long term, there's only so many topics that we can touch up on. Right. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. However, but, yeah, there's, a, there's always a but. 
my original intent on starting this podcast was so that we can discuss issues that are relevant to the community. I just hope that the stories that we're sharing are relevant and people are finding them funny, enjoyable, and there are lessons embedded in each of the story. To be fair, I do think that one of the messages that I do appreciate the most is people saying that, oh, it's really nice to hear queer Asian voices being heard in any form of media because we are slightly underrepresented, mm-hmm. right? So like, even if my slightly. story is stupid and your stories are long-winded and boring, there's still stories. <laughs> do you guys think my stories are boring? If you do, Com- comment below. Uh, com- <laughs> let me know and I'll stop telling the stories. <laughs> but we do um, want to start. Oh, before that, it's it's Halloween. I think by the time Halloween, what? Halloween. Do you swallow? Always. Spitters are for quitters. <laughs> there's another one. Wait, the other. It's spitters are for quitters, and there's I aim to tease, not to please. I aim to tease, but not to please. Yeah. I feel like swallowing is at the end of the road, right? And so you've done already done a great job on the blowjob yeah. and you've already done your pleasing. So what, what do you mean you aim to tease, not please? You're still... No, they're just two sayings. Oh, okay. I'm taking it too, too seriously. Yeah. I'll start my but life. Also, truly like... <laughs> oh, there's one more. It's like swallowers get followers. <laughs> is that why you have so many followers, Nuri? More than you. <laughs> yeah. I don't... I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of wasteful if you do all that work and you get to the end and it's kind of like (laughs) right well some people don't like the taste yeah but if it goes down your throat you don't taste it well how about it just never goes in your mouth period so you'd rather have like a facial no that's not what I'm saying where else would it end up okay we're not gonna go there anyways it's (laughs) swallowing If if Halloween wasn't canceled this year, what would you dress up as? Um, Famously, you have great costumes. <laughs> are you trying to read me? I do not have great costumes. What are you talking hey, I'm about? aware. I'm aware. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I have no idea. I haven't thought about it. What about you? I haven't dressed up for Halloween since I was a kid. Oh. Yeah. I I will this is completely we're like nowhere on topic but like back when I was a kid my parents would drive like the only part of Halloween that I remember was like you know how trick-or-treating in Vancouver kind of ends at like seven or eight when it gets dark no but sure okay oh yeah you didn't grow up here so like usually like trick-or-treating ends by the time it gets a little bit dark so my parents would make me go trick-or-treating at like 5 30 to 6 o'clock near the time when like it starts getting dark And they would follow me with a car. I would go by myself. I'd go up to a house. I'd be like, trick or treat. And the person would be like, oh, it's so late. You're here by yourself. Here, let me give you a bunch of candy. So they'd fill up my basket. I'd walk to my parents' car, dump the basket of candy that I got into like a box. And then I'd go to the next house. (laughs) That's so Asian. (laughs) I know. Wow. You're a real trick or treater. (laughs) <laughs> yeah my favorite part of halloween was sorting the candy though yeah because you get monopoly you go to school the next day and you're like Ooh, who wants to trade these for these you know what i'm getting from this story what is that you somewhat had a childhood and i'm very very happy to hear that because up right? until now i thought you didn't have a childhood at all and some semblance of a childhood we do with what we got <laughs> we make do with what we got switching gears a little bit 
uh, we wanted to kick off this episode with a bang, literally. So I am going to read a very nasty DM from a listener. I don't think it was nasty, but okay. For my standards, this is pretty nasty. Okay, so this is from a listener to me in my inbox. Are you guys ready? <clears throat> Let me just clear my throat a little bit. Can you put on a voice? His voice? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll start and you can correct me if I'm not. It's horny is when I fly into Vancouver and you pick me up. We're okay, crazy wait, on the wait, highway wait, wait, wait. and our elbows. We're going to pre-context this. Nasty by your definition of nasty is like sexual nasty. I thought you meant this was going to be a DM that was um, like rude. We don't get those. Yeah, we do. We'll, we'll go to that one later. But like, I thought you were talking, I didn't realize this was a DM you were talking about. Oh. So read it in a very erotic voice. Slow <laughs> and sensual. Into Horny the is when I fly into Vancouver and you pick me up. We're cruising down the highway and our elbows accidentally touch. I look over and a visceral smile comes to your face that drives me wild. So I slowly graze the inside of your thigh to the beat of the Ariana Grande song playing <laughs> and make my way up until I feel your shaft. And then I continue to stroke it back and forth until I can feel it pulsate. You glance over at me in surprise and put your hand over mine. I start unzipping your pants, reach my hand into your boxers and pull your... Boxers? Boxers? <laughs> I start unzipping your pants, reach my hand into your boxers and pull your engorged cock out. I hate that word, engorged. I hate, engorged. hate that word. Glistening with precum. I take off my seatbelt and lean over and start teasing a tip with my tongue playing with a pre-cum. <laughs> Not being able to take it, you pull over into closest parking lot, which just happens to be a Taco Bell. <laughs> Is that actually part of the DM? Yeah, I'm reading it verbatim. Okay, I have to mention that like they didn't do any research on this because we don't have Taco Bells in Vancouver. Anyways, continue. And take me right then and there in the back seat, unable to wait until we reach your place. That is horny. <laughs> so the, there's a few things that I want to mention. First of all, I've been in your car. You would not be able to fuck in the back seat without getting dog hair up his ass. Okay, next. Um, secondly, there's no Taco Bell in Vancouver. Third <laughs> of all, we barely have highways. Where are you driving him? <laughs> Fourth, what Ariana Grande song? Uh, Love Me Harder. Oh! That's a good one. Should have been like, focus on me. No, that's a ter- what? That's that's like one of her worst songs. Also, Nuri, can you not just pick out the worst things about that text? Oh, I thought it was so erotic. You know what? I'm fully engorged right now. <laughs> yeah, so take off my boxers, <laughs> stroke he, my he, pre-cum. Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember the words. <laughs> he wanted me to mention that, like, this is from someone who's been trying to get me to send him nasty DMs back, and I'm just so bad at it that. I don't like what was my what was my response to this? I think I wrote your response was probably like LOL. <laughs> I think it was I think it was LOL. This is very artistic. You're an artist. I think that's what did I wrote. Did you say that? I think I did. I'm pretty sure that's I did. That's so rude. I don't know how to respond. I don't know about people during the pandemic, but like he sent me a couple of you know somewhat explicit videos as well. And today actually I got one from so I have a friend in LA who sends me like a couple times a week. He'll send me something. I'm sure he sends it to like ten other people as well. And it's always like him hard in his underwear. I'm like, so today I finally said, why is it always covered? And then he said, because you never send anything back. And I'm like, is he uh, cute? Yeah, he's cute. He's really cute. Um, and then I'm like, 
am I, am I, I'm, I'm supposed to send something back. I truly do remember the last time I sent some like naughty videos back. And I would ask you how, you know, if you're sending those back, but I don't want to expose you. So you can talk about that on your own if you want to. Okay, next topic. <laughs> okay, so since the last episode, if you guys remember, we talked about me hooking up with a celebrity. After the episode aired, I had, a peop- I had people reaching out to me asking who it is. And, you know, I, I didn't tell everyone, but I told a select few. And it just so happens one of the people I told knew him from way back in the day before he ever came out and was his first gay friend. So he ended up telling me a whole bunch of dirt about this person. And clearly his public persona doesn't align with who he is privately. So... And he's been really criticized. I can't say anymore. I'll give away who it is. But I asked his friend, if Bleep Bleep ever becomes A-list, will you come out with this info? A-list or A-list? Yeah, I said if, if he ever becomes, like if he becomes more famous. Like instead of being on very close Celebrity Drag Race, he's on like actual guest on Jared. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he came pretty close this year, you know? Well, if that thing that he was doing panned out. Uh, he could have been like the, ooh. We can't, yeah. yeah, I saw some articles. Anyway, so when I asked him, if so-and-so ever becomes A-list, will you come out with all this info? And all I got was a laugh emoji reaction. <laughs> That's a yes. The lesson in all this is that if you are a Gaijin, don't behave recklessly because you never know if you're going to be famous one day. And people from your past will come out of the woodworks with, with the tea and with the receipts. Can I mention something that's off outline? Of course. It's hilarious because literally one of my staff today was talking about how she was looking for our YouTube episodes on youtube.com slash why won't you love. Oh, we don't have a YouTube page. Anyways, they were looking for our podcast episodes on the YouTube. So they typed in my name and they found my YouTube channel from like seven, eight, nine years ago. And they watched videos of me being completely fucking stupid. Uh, yeah, you show me those videos. They're hilarious. You guys should definitely check them out. Just type in Nuri channel on YouTube and uh, you'll see Nuri do like a what's in my bag video or Nuri <laughs> pretending to get fucked by a horse with a banana. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty great. So, To be fair, they've, got, they've gotten more views than anything we've put out. <laughs> that's, that's probably the, like, the saddest part. You also were Tumblr famous. So. I wasn't Tumblr famous. Okay. Your face has dropped. I don't think I was, I truly do not think I was Tumblr famous. I mean, ask our listeners, we should do a poll. Um, have you guys ever heard of Durian Spam? I bet you at least half of them will say yes. Because half of them are from California, maybe. Okay, but that just, that makes you Tumblr famous because you ran the biggest Tumblr occasion porn Tumblr. But not all people knew that was me. Your oh, name actually, is literally Durian Spam. It's yeah, Durian some Seeds. People, some people literally never made the connection to Durian Seeds and Durian Spam. And I'm like, how? Anyways, okay. wasn't as Tumblr famous as AJ. Who? <laughs> oh, and I, <laughs> I don't even know if he still listens. No, we're good now. He, he posted that story for us. He shared it with his followers. Yeah. And he yeah. followed me. I'm like, oh, Yeah, see, he's, he's, he's good now. I think he's, he's melded out a lot, so... And I haven't really talked about him that much on this. What? I was going to say mellowed out too. Yeah, he's really mellowed out. Okay, also off topic, is Bleep Bleep still insane? 
I also assume that's a yes because if he wasn't, you would have just said no and moved on. I don't hear anything about him. All I know is I don't talk. They don't talk to him. Yeah, I'm not surprised. This this one person on Tumblr had a pretty bad reputation of like, like to be fair, I take mental illness pretty seriously, but I don't take it seriously when you post pictures of yourself crying. Because to, to know that you posted that one picture, you probably took seven other pictures to make sure which one made you look the best. We, we won't mention who it is. This will be bleeped. Uh, okay, no comment. Um, but, but speaking of reputation, um, if you guys recall that episode, if you guys ask anyone to check out the podcast, I feel like that's the episode they should check out. Reputation. And then this last one was pretty good too. Um, I talked about someone who made up a vicious rumor about me. And well, I, after this recording, I'm actually going to go to a small kickback tonight and he's supposed to be there. So I don't know. I'm not afraid to throw hands. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thought of you throwing hands in your little two jackets. I mean, I'm not a housewife, so I, I will approach it very diplomatically. But speaking of reputation, don't you have something to say? It's not necessarily reputation, but like more and more in the recent weeks. And like we are in the time of COVID and like I know every episode we talk about people who are being idiots. But the one thing that I really like honed in on in the past few weeks is that a certain ethnicity of people, I'm not going to name what kind of ethnicity, <laughs> but um, if you listen, I'm sure you'll, I'm sure you'll know. A certain ethnicity of people tend to really regress to being like their child selves when they're being denied something. Uh, like, do you know what I mean by that? Sure, but you can you can expand on that. Like, I don't know what it is. I feel like a lot of them have like mental illness because of the way that they react to being denied of certain things. So, like recently, there was one of these people. Oh my god, that sounds kind of racist, doesn't it? You can't be racist against white people. I'm not going to say they're white, but they could have been. Um, <laughs> one of someone walked into my store, and you know we're required to wear a mask. So I walk up to them. And I'm like, "Hey, do you mind putting on a mask?" Her and her partner gave me a look, and then her partner put on a mask. She took a mask out of her bag and held it over her face. Eventually, like, walked up to her. I'm like, hey, sorry, do you mind putting on the mask properly? And she looked at me and she's like, but it's so uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> I can't even breathe in it. You do a so really great impression of white women. Of a, a woman of a certain ethnicity. <laughs> she was too young to be a Karen. She's like a younger hippo, hippo, oh, hippo. She was like a younger hipper Karen. So she, she complained, but she like, so she complained and she walked away from me and she still held the mask over her hand and like, she's switching hands, touching the mask and touching different things. And I'm like, no, you really need to put it on. I'm sorry, but you got to put it on. Mm -hmm. And she looked at me and she's like, you're not sorry. You just want to make sure that I'm not comfortable. And she started walking out. Her partner who fully just listened to me. He put on a mask. He was like relatively understanding. And she, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, it's our policy. And she literally looked at me and said, you're not sorry. And she stormed out. <laughs> I wish she cried. I wish she cried too. You're so good at making people cry. What happened? 
Well, I mean, in retrospect, I was being like, I was being professional during this moment. So I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Not my rules, but like, it's the company policy. Can't do anything about it. But in reality, I want to look her in the eye and be like, Baby, I'm sorry. <laughs> kissy, kissy, boo boo. <laughs> uh, the cocacity of it all. <laughs> yeah. Like, COVID has really, really, like, just kind of unleashed. I never thought that wearing a mask could be such a big thing, especially during the time of a pandemic. Well, speaking of COVID, <sighs> there are some things that I learned during COVID that um, have,、uh, I don't know, really affected me. We're going to get a little serious here.、Ooh. I don't even think there's a good way to set this up, so I'll just get to the punchline. Recently, I found out that、mm, after I ended things with someone that I was seeing, a week later, he got a very good friend of mine to jerk off for him on cam. What? That's outrageous. Obviously, I was shook knowing that I tend to react. You know, I gave myself a few days before confronting this friend. So, and the way I did it was that it was a few days later. And, you know, it was just during a casual chat I was having with this friend in person. And I said midway, like, so you know that I know that you jerked off for bleep bleep a week after we ended things. And? And his response was that, you know, he didn't want to tell me that he, because he was afraid that I would judge him, which, like, I think is fucked up. There's a reason neither of them told me this until months later. When I confronted the other person, the person that I was seeing, you know, you know what his excuse was? What? He said, You broke my heart. <laughs> Which I'm not going to delegitimize de- his feelings, but it's kind of like very gaslight ish, no? A little bit. I think whoever this friend was, actually, I don't know what to say. It, it doesn't help that you know, this person, after we ended things, tried to go after the guy that I was previously involved with. He met us both at the same time at Rice Cake, and he knew it wasn't just a hookup thing. Like, we weren't dating, but、yeah. he was like a consistent friend with benefits. You know, when I wanted to take things a bit more seriously with this person, I told the other person that I just wanted to be friends. And this person knows that I did that. So it's like, it's two scenarios, right? Best case scenario. He was interested in this other person and wanted to date him.、Mm-hmm. And, you know, without really giving a crap of what I thought or, you know, didn't really think it was a big deal, which, okay, the Gaijin community is so small. I don't take ownership over anyone. I mean, I'd be、yeah. lying if it didn't make me upset, but at least wait a little bit. But worst case scenario, he wanted to get back at me knowing that this would hurt me. And with this new revelation of this, this jerking off thing, I'm convinced that he did this as payback. When this all happened, the first person I went to about this was this very good friend, but he kept downplaying it like it wasn't a big deal. And now, knowing that he jerked off with this person, now that I have more context of what happened, it's been messing with my head. And this person, this, this very good friend, you know, he actually told me that I was being too self centered by assuming the worst, which, like, it's, it's, been, it's been a long time. And I'm like, People can't hear that you're laughing. You're actually laughing. <laughs> I didn't laugh. I like, this is ridiculous. The motion of laughing. I mean, this is, I feel I like I was intaking is, a breath. I want to I make sure that people know this is ridiculous. And I want to tell the story because this is kind of bullshit that people deal with in the gay and dating world or in general. Yeah. So when this all happened, I didn't explode on him. I waited a few days. 
And when I finally confronted him, he downplayed it, obviously. And then he offered it back, back off uh, because he was already getting serious with a different person, which is the same person that he's still with now. It's just like betrayal on top of betrayal. And I, like, I'm laying it all out there because it's just so ridiculous. Like Kelly and Michelle would never. I can't even. I just. So I even told a few friends about this whole thing. The jerking off thing mainly. I've gotten very different reactions from straight friends and gay friends. Uh-huh. My girlfriends are like, uh, what the fuck? Hell no. Cut them both off. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas the gays are, they're, they're a bit more subdued in the response. So do, is gaysian dating, do we, do we subscribe to a different set of rules? I don't think it's gaysian dating. I think it's gay dating. Have yeah. you never seen that? Those memes of like how there's like six white guys in a room or six white gays in a room together and there's like arrows that were like it's like a family tree almost where it's like this person dated this person but this person slept with this person and this person is dating that person and these two people are like sleeping behind this other person i think it's like very incestual i want to put this out to you guys like i want to hear what you guys think how should i have handled this you know have any of you guys experienced something similar like send us send us the dms let us know even worse about this is that like, I have insane trust issues. This very, yeah. very good friend knows this. This person knows this. That's part of the reason I'm very confrontational. I want to keep everything out and open because I can't stand shadiness. Like, like sometimes with you, I know that you're not confrontational. Mm-mm. At all. At all. And so sometimes when you're really mean to me, in the back of my mind, I'm like, is it because you haven't told me the 5,000 things that I've done that's bothered you? Even though you say it doesn't bother you, I know that you can't just let it not bother you. I generally try to, generally I'm a forgive and forget kind of person, generally. So like if someone has wronged me and there's someone who I care about, I don't necessarily use that as a reason to like hold back or like, not hold back in terms of like holding back my anger, but like holding back, giving them continued friendship. I move on. But then there are you times say that. that I say that. But in the <laughs> recent months, I realized that like I do get a little bit annoyed by certain things, and I'm like, uh huh. I can tell. I, it oh. comes out. Sometimes I'm just okay. To be fair, you were really short with me that night we did the drag video, which will never see the light of day. Apparently, I was. I thought, is he mad at me because I couldn't find him an outfit? Is he mad at me because I couldn't get in the boots? Is he mad at me because like this video is not going to plan? Is he mad at me because his eyebrows are blocked properly? <laughs> That's, and then you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? I'm probably overthinking things. Like, might have just had a bad day. Just gonna reel it back in. Okay, well, so like your your entire response is with the okay, okay, okay. Yeah, because I was fucking annoyed. I was fucking annoyed. Were, and, I know you were annoyed, and I was gonna address it to you, but then you're like, oh, Justin's had this shit day, and I was like, okay, I'm not, yeah. just, I'm just not gonna bring it up. Yeah. But I told you about those boots like three days in advance and just so happy you kept ignoring it. You kept like you would not even respond to the boots. And then on the Did day you of messaging me about boots? Every time you said something, like I want those. I was like, I want knee high boots. And then on the day off, I finally you're like, Oh, I only have but those are for me. I'm like, okay, but we can't both wear them. It's like, oh, I only have one pair. I'm like, okay, you work at a shoe store, can you just get another pair? And you're like, there's only one size and it's my size in the whole store. I mean, truly, like, I think there could have been just one size, but to a person like me who's not aware, how can there just be one style of knee-high boots in the entire store in one size? And that happens to be yours. To be fair, very often I realize, uh, in ret- like, now that you say that, I realize why so many people are so doubtful. 
we don't even have one of every size of every shoe. We have scattered sizes in several shoes. I didn't realize this was a thing that people thought. Like, do you walk into Uniqlo and expect them to have like five of every single size of every single item? No, because that's not how inventory works. And I, I sound like I'm lashing out at you. I, I'm bringing it back in. <laughs> I think that you are you are right True. in thinking that like that. But also, I was hoping you would have more faith in the fact that like we only have one. You know what I was thinking? I was like, if this is Nuri's way of saying he just want to keep him for themselves, fine. I'd rather him just tell me. I'll still be annoyed. But I just this is. But do you not think that I would say that? No, because you don't. That's not something you would say. Oh, fair. No, that's completely fair and valid. I just as that's something I would say because I don't give a fuck, and I'll say that. But you would beat you around the bush. You, yeah, yeah. No, I I see that for me. I apologize. <sighs> At the end of the day, I genuinely and then I got annoyed because I spent an I know hour waiting, waiting in line, line to try to look for anything for you, and I picked something out that was green that I thought would be flattering for you, and then you wouldn't even bother to try it on, and then I dropped. I know this is refundable and whatever, but like I spent a thousand dollars. I tried to buy things in multiple options so that you I would know. have something that you would like. I know, and then your reaction that day was. Okay, so I was annoyed by that, but I moved on because I'm like, you know what? I understand that you were probably annoyed, and that's understandable that you were annoyed. Well, see, this is see how productive this is. We're hearing both sides. <laughs> this is this is people listening on our therapy session. <laughs> well, we did say that this is a self help podcast to help us ourselves, not for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've ever said that other than the first episode. Well, let's 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 say it again for the people in the back row. Okay, this is, this a, is self-help a self-help podcast. podcast, not to help you, but to help ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> to close out the segment, um, it's COVID. Everyone's suffering. You know, now is the time to really cash in on your friendships. You know, all those times that you have hung out and built up trust, and check your ego. Reach out to that friend and um, communicate. This is what you are you can doing? Catch me outside. <laughs> you know i know i get that there might not be a ton to talk about but even just like house party and zooming with each other while you're doing work or watching a movie anything don't suffer in silence my best friend in la i didn't hear her from over for over a month right like you're her, from la yeah my girlfriend so her mom almost had to call the cops on her because she wasn't even responding to her mom like some people just like to suffer in silence but i, I put my hand up but i know no one can see that I think what I will say is that you know the roles in relationships have become so normalized for like dating, but with friendships, there's no rule book. You know, we don't know what sorts of roles to take. You know, in relationships, there's like you're chasing, you're being chased, like you play, like there's all kinds of things, and like everyone's very familiar with those roles. But I think with friendship, there's not that, and for a lot of us, friendships will outlast relationships. Because sexual attraction, even in the best of circumstances, it dissipates over time. Whereas friendships are more pure, so why not put in the work to make them last? I don't disagree with you. I just think I have a very skewed point of friendship because I have like abandonment I issues. I have I very strong abandonment issues. So like, if someone drops me, okay, that's their choice. Friendship breakups are devastating. Like you spend all this time getting to know each other, and suddenly you just 
That's why I'm always, I think about interactions that I've had with people after they're done because I don't want to repeat behaviors that I've done in the past. Friendship broken down over assumptions, resentments. You know, it's, it's never just the one thing. It's not just the camel. No, it's the straw that broke the camel's back. <laughs> <laughs> How many rubber bands does it take to fucking crush the watermelon? It's a shit ton of rubber bands, I right? I hate that metaphor. Why? It makes sense. Because that's such a new age meme metaphor. I'm just trying to be with the cool. With the, with the, <laughs> you know what? A hundred P. A hundred P. Okay. So we recently asked you guys to send in some questions on our Ask FM with the hashtag. Did we ask them to use a hashtag or no? Just mention not a bot. Yeah, mention that you're not a bot. <laughs> and, and then in brackets, bottom. So I would know. Um, and we got this, this question in that asks, what would you say are the pros and cons to dating each of you? Um, first of all, I buy a lot of clothes and sizes ranging from small to me, small to large. <laughs> so if you wanted to share a closet with me and I have a lot of clothes, you could reap the benefits of that. Ooh. <laughs> and I, I can say firsthand, I, Nuri's given me a lot of his clothes and they are chef's kiss. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, I like him a lot. Yeah. Thank you, Nuri. Yeah. Dad. Um, yeah. A con of dating me is having to put up with the fact that like, I think my love languages are physical touch and <laughs> quality time. So I constantly need to be like within no less than a meter away from you at all times when we're at home. I'm clingy. That's that's it. That's that's the con of dating me. I'm I'm relatively clingy. Are you are you silent because you're thinking of other cons right now or what? No, I'm like, how does that work with the UMPL? Oh, I'm constantly upset about it. So we're suffering in silence. That's me. Oh my god. Okay. Well, we'll just skip right over, over that one. We'll, what about I, you? What are, What are the pros of okay, dating? I think you? the pro is pretty obvious. Uh, I'll never cheat on you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm not kidding. But uh, I think. Okay. So moms love me uh, because even though I'm pretty insane, I'm able to hide it really well and present as like a nice and gentlemanly. Plus, Asian moms think I'm really good looking for some reason. So a con, <laughs> I think sometimes I can be a little too much. And, you know, I can be misunderstood a lot, even though I have good intentions. Like, I can be a little explosive. And, and actually, Nuri, being friends with you has given me a lot of time to reflect on that part of myself because I'm actually able to see what it's like to be on the other end of what you give. I was going to say, now you know what it's like for me to explode on you. That's sexual. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I really cracked myself up with that one. Sorry. That's a good one. Yeah, thank you. Um, okay, next question. Okay. Why do I always read the nasty ones? Okay. I can read it. I'm, I'm down to read this one, too. I want to read this one. I want to read this one. It's coming from me directly. It gave you a semi? No, I, I said it sounds like it's coming from me directly. <laughs> okay, fine, you read but it. But also, to be fair, it might have given me a Sunday. <laughs> so I do a low, sultry voice. So, 
I'm a Gaijin who's somewhat obsessed with finding pictures of hung Asian guys online. While I find a lot of guys six to eight inches, it bothers me how I can hardly find guys nine to ten inches compared to men of other races. This is hard for me to accept, and I'm very obsessed with this. How can I get over this complex? Do you have any any um? <laughs> you're you're cracking up. I feel I feel like this question is tailored for you. But before I feel you like say I anything, I accidentally asked this question while I was <laughs> sleeping or something. Like, okay, okay, okay. I think we have to approach this question very sensitively because you know he actually sent us a ex- much more expanded version of this question on on Instagram. <clears throat> he doesn't want to be identified, and he's actually because he asked us if we can connect with him with a counselor. I'll let you answer this, but before you answer this, I'll I'll just say I don't think I ever I've ever encountered such. Like, what's your experience with with Asians with nine inch, ten inch dicks? So, like, from from what I can gather, I do think that this might be a nerdy fact. I'm not sure, but I do think there is much more Asian people in this world than there are people of other ethnicities. Do you think that we're probably one of the like we probably, there's probably the highest population of Asian people in the world? All I know is that Mandarin is the most commonly spoken language in the world.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, then that supports my nerdy fact. I think that because we have a much larger population, the sample size is a lot larger. Pun intended. <laughs> There are bound to be people with small penises and big penises of every ethnicity, but the ones who are bigger are slightly harder to find because there's more of us. Does that is that how like percentages work? No. Okay, but. That you're not answering my question. Have you ever okay, seen? Okay, I'm going. I'm going to go to the part. Have you ever seen an Asian、part? with a nine-inch dick? Have you ever seen an Asian with a ten-inch、okay. dick? First of all, yes. Secondly,、oh. not in person. There is a there is a、oh. forum for you called LPSG.com. Do you know what that stands for? No. Large Penis Support Group. <laughs> so you can go on LPSG.com. And there's a little search bar on the top right corner. My God, it's a forum, so you can type in Asians, and there is a forum called Asians with Big Dicks. Generally, they're around seven to eight inches. There are some that are nine to ten inches. It's not as common, but there are there are definitely many, 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 many ways to look for Asians with big penises. Interesting. I will say that I get really annoyed when I look for porn and I'm looking for like hung Asians, and the results are like hung white guy fucks tiny Asian. <laughs> Genuinely happens all the time. If you had to say like what what Asian ethnicity these guys with big dicks are, what would you say? This is completely skewered, but it has to be Korean. I know that you might have had experiences otherwise, but I and to be fair, most people who have So, like, Korean porn is different because Korean porn doesn't exist necessarily. There's Korean video, like videos of people who are Korean masturbating on Skype, who are secretly being filmed. So, because these are secretly being filmed, when they put on the internet, they're obviously like the top tier of like what you would want to see. So, a lot of the time, when I look at like Skype jackoff videos, a lot of them are hung Koreans. It's surprising. I think Koreans are probably like quite hung, and then I think that Filipinos are probably like thicker, but not as long. I mean, I I don't know. I all I have is is my person experience, and I would say I've probably hooked up with more Koreans than any other ethnicity, even white. And I have not not a single one of them has had a big dick, not one.、Mm. So that's、doesn't、just my, for you, though. What doesn't matter to you though, right? 
whatever. It's I'm not a size queen. Yeah. The other point that I want to make about big Asian penises, you can check out my porn top. I'm joking. <laughs> They're out there. And if you want to see them, go to large penis what? LPSG. Oh, lpsg.com and type in a search bar. Look at us providing a service. Um, yeah. Type in a search bar, Asian big dicks or whatever. Or Asians, a- just type in Asians. It's oh, just type usually in. okay. There is a Sean Cody model called Emmanuel with an E. No, I. He's my favorite. You're like a porn encyclopedia. This is amazing. I do feel like there is a there was a point in my life where I was like, I had like pretty encyclopedia knowledge of like porn that was released. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of porn? You don't have to give, go into specifics, but you can go into like voyeurism or like, etc. What is it? Uh, segment, nerdy fact. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you know those really disgusting flavored jelly beans? Yes. How do you think those flavors are created? There's a taste lab. It's, okay, so I watched this show called um nathan for you where they go to a taste lab where they give you a tell you what well you go to them and you tell them what flavor you want so for example if you want like a shit flavored soft serve you tell them i want poof flavored ice cream yeah so they get people to do test labs and research into what would poo taste like and to replicate it as exact as possible my question is how do they replicate that oh chemicals <laughs> like an example of like rotten eggs as a jelly bean flavor how are they made um natural ingredients and chemicals is my answer which can't be wrong okay so like maybe beets under the right circumstances if you process it a certain way can taste like something else it's like how i'm sure pina colada jelly beans don't have any trace of pineapple in it Okay, I don't know the answer. Yeah, okay, I'm not going to give it to you. Okay, so what they do actually is they actually take that specific item. So for instance, when Jelly Belly wanted to create like a stinky socks flavor, they actually got stinky t- uh, socks. Oh, extracted, like extracted the scent from it. So like you soak it in water and then you extract the flavor from it. So you're sort of on the money with the chemicals, right? So what they do is they put them in a gas chamber. So what that does is that generates a report on the flavor makeup. And that translates into chemicals. So you are sort of on the money, but you almost got there. So and I then, will say that so far, all my nerdy facts have been like at least 50% correct. <laughs> okay, so that ends the episode. Um, you guys stay safe out there. Care for each other. Oh, and remember, <laughs> review, <laughs> share. <laughs> oh, and send us your DMs about what you think about what we talked about. Um, I would like to end the podcast with a scathing review of our podcast. <laughs> um, so to close things out today, this uh-huh. is a message from an anonymous person from our Ask FM. Hi, I love the podcast, but it's really difficult to concentrate on your conversations when there's a lot of background noise, static, unclear tinny voices, and overall poor audio quality. I can, cons- I, const- I can constantly hear that one of you guys are typing also. Have you considered getting better equipment? <laughs> <laughs> Read to us. That, to, to that, I say, we are a podcast and we pour money into making this sh- 
podcasts. Mm-hmm. We pour money into making these videos and content, and we have not. We're not making money from this. We're doing this as a labor of like love, passion, and love, and like you know, Me for too. entertainment. So God forbid that you hear someone typing in the background. If you really have that much of a problem with it, go look for other queer Asian voices oh God, like the podcast. Harry, stop reading our listener. He said he enjoyed the podcast. Did he? He's, that's his first. Oh, he. <laughs> oh my. Anyway, God. oh, oh that, that scratch all that. I love you too. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yeah, take care of each other. Be safe out there, and um, we'll see you next time. Dab dab dab. Oh, thank you. I was dabbing, but I know they couldn't see me.